Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show Life, Love, and Liberty. So, President Moise of Haiti and his wife have been assassinated, as most of you have heard by now. That is that is a chilling, like, I, I just got the chills even saying that out loud. I, I mean, listen, I know. I, I immediately thought, huh. Wonder where the Clintons are, right? Many people immediately went to that, considering Bill Clinton's affinity for attempting to destroy the country of Haiti. I mean, what a mess that poor little country has been. Seriously, just the, just on the neck. They, they constantly, you know, here we are supposed to be their number one aid, right, supplier. and And they're really just a... It's awful what's been done to their children in the wake of tsunamis that people are questioning whether or not those were, you know, purposefully created um, or purposely uh, created by the United States government. I mean, you name it, you start getting into the wonky wonk, you know, possibilities. But, hey, listen, it's entirely possible to create a tsunami. So whenever you think about what's been perpetuated upon these poor people, it, it is astounding. You know, everything from Bill Clinton dropping rice out of the sky, literally just completely bankrupting their entire economy, right? To then a tsunami hits and then all, you're left with thousands of orphans only to discover that those poor children have been, have been trafficked through um, NGOs. I mean, just un believable one hit after another and so this man who was basically serving by decree as president some feel overstayed his presidency and was setting everything up for you know a continued totalitarian regime um i know president trump's administration was calling for him to go ahead and and hope in and hold an election because it was past time for him to do so um, and up to today, or last evening rather, to uh, his untimely demise uh, and his wife's, she succumbed to her gunshot wounds um, at the hospital. So they're both dead. Um, the reports are saying that, that, that initially people stormed through the doors shouting that they were DEA. Imagine that. And, you know, many of you are like, oh, it's the FBI or the CIA again. I'm like, nope, different agency, different agency. Uh, and the men were speaking in English and Spanish. Not French, not Haitian. English and Spanish. Um, now, it has, according to our side of this, the State Department is saying, um, and the DEA has, I believe, put forward a statement saying, nope, no one us, we had nothing to do with that. You have to ask yourself, how did 
these folks get into his compound. I mean, there were, according to witnesses, or at least audible witnesses, they heard a lot of gunfire. They thought there was an earthquake. It was a lot of booming. I mean, there's a lot going on. This was a coordinated effort, obviously. Um, and they went in there and just took everybody out. Now, what does that tell you? What I found interesting was, you know, if you're looking at elections, right, first thing, you know, my mind goes to is, okay, who's handling their elections, right? Well, it took me maybe five seconds to discover that Smartmatic is actually the software company that was responsible for um, essentially hosting what you could call a census of sorts. Now, I want you to listen to what the relationship is between Smartmatic and Haiti as of 2017, I believe, okay? They have what's called a civil registry, okay? And they have two... uh, they have two data centers, one primary and one for contingency. Uh, the primary data center hosts this. You ready? Centralized identity management application. It handles the end-to-end management and administration of the identification lifecycle process, including enrollment, renewal of expired cards, verification and confirmation of citizens. Holds every citizen's biographic and biometric information backed up in the contingency data center. A web application for identification services interactions with citizens. So there is a link to the web application that integrates into ONI's current website. And through it, Haiti citizens can monitor and follow up the status of the identification transactions performed at ONI offices. You have an e-learning platform. You have real-time communication. Um, National Data Warehouse, uh, where all the data, new and old, is kept securely. Uh, National Support Center, training of ONI's personnel. Uh, PAR Mobile, Smartmatic supplied 700 portable registry units specifically designed to capture biographic and biometric data. So this is a biometric registry between Smartmatic and Haiti. Now, I am not suggesting that there is any form of connection between Smartmatic and the assassination of the president of Haiti and his, uh, and the first lady. I am someone who is thinking to myself, because I am still allowed to think as are you, contrary to popular narratives of today. Um, you are still allowed to think for yourself and to connect some dots and to see if there's anything to connect. Just kind of map out, you know, all the players on the board. Here you have a sitting president who is basically put into place as kind of a placeholder, right? And he's vowing to undo and dismantle the system. Who does this sound like? Uh, in the way that it, that, the way things have been operating in the corruption between private entities and the government. And so for whatever reason, he had been holding off on an election. Now I do not know how their elections are held. I don't know if they use machines, if they use paper ballots, if they use pigeons and or storks, I have no idea or smoke signals, no clue. Um, but I thought, interesting, here's Smartmatic, which is, which is a company that we've heard a lot about stateside. Their software is in Demo- Dominion voting machines here in the state of Georgia. And so here we are, you know, in the, in the thick 
of the swamp of our own election heist, coup, whatever you want to call it, BS um, audits, right? To find, to get to the bottom of, and we're not ever going to get to the actual bottom of this sewage pit. You have to know that, but you can at least begin to see some of the transactional implications that that software did hold and does hold. You can see where votes have been changed. You can see where they've been shipped over state lines, which is a complete a complete RICO violation, by the way. A lot of things about this election involve your RICO statute. I mean, it's RICO statutes on a state level. So why no one is prosecuting this from the standpoint of RICO, I have no idea. But they should. I mean, talk about RICO times 10. So... I just thought it was interesting that here's here's a company that hosts the software um, or, or, or makes up quite a bit of the software um, material. <laughs> I was about to use another word. Um, in the United States, during an election cycle, where the entire election is in question at this point, particularly through the swing states. And what you're seeing is that Pennsylvania just jumped in today. They are going to officially um, execute an audit, much like Arizona. So the ball is rolling. The dominoes are falling. Now, where they end up, I believe, is going to be in the lap of the American people. You. You. I believe ultimately you're going to have to exercise your constitutional rights and you're going to have to defend your own liberty by the standards of the Constitution in the way of banding together to litigate, to litigate the 2020 election. Individually, collectively, that's going to have to happen with the evidence that comes forward because I don't think by virtue of what we've seen our state legislatures do, Congress completely flaccid, defunct, complicit, criminal, whatever you want to call it, treasonous, seditious. I mean, all those fun, fantastic adjectives that actually do have legal repercussions, or they're in theory, at least, if you're a conservative, right? And you even have an opinion that that smells of, you know, integrity or seeking the truth, you are now officially on someone's list. And I have to tell you, people are having a very hard time fundraising right now for some very worth worthwhile and worthy causes where your election integrity is concerned. And I would caution you all about being stingy with your uh, pocketbooks. Now, if I were you, and I have said this from... Oh, I don't know, sometime in November when I realized that the RNC was celebrating the fact that they weren't going to have to contend with President Trump again. Because they certainly weren't doing any favors other than blathering, you know, just blah, blah, blah all over news cycles, which was what everyone is doing now after the fact. Right? I mean, the right has turned into exactly what they hate. They've created a nation filled with victims who have been defrauded. And now all these little rhinos want to come to your rescue and talk about how awful the Democrats are in this communist, socialist, Marxist movement. And I'm like, sit down, Marsha. And gang, anyone who voted to certify this election does not need to be heard and should be primaried and should be run out of the Capitol 
through a through a by virtue of a of a legitimate election. But good luck with that. Now they've decided to set up uh, field offices across the country. Who's they? That's right. Your your trusting uh, your trusty uh, committee, your January sixth committee commission that Nancy Pelosi's put together, and you're going to have Capitol Police <laughs> field offices to contend with you pesky conservatives <laughs> who value you know a free and fair election who actually understand your constitutional rights and choose to exercise them without storming in the Capitol building with nefarious intent, right? But they got to keep an eye on you. And some of you just need to grow up here and understand that you're still going to need to give to things that are worthwhile. And anything election integrity that you can actually, you know, follow your money trail, I wouldn't give, I would not give a dime to the RNC if, if, they were the last breathing political apparatus that represented the right. I would never give them another dime. Never. Would not, will not happen. The GOP is blowing up my phone, my emails, all of that. Please come back and join us. We notice that you're no longer on the registry. No, well, I'm pfft, donor list. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. And I love David Schaefer. He's been a great Georgia GOP chair. He's been wonderful. He's helped the president. He's helped the country. I mean, he stood by principle over preference, took a whole lot of heat, has, has been subjected to private lawsuits on top of that, along with the president, because he actually stood for the people of the United States of America in the way of a free and fair election. And no, we all know that there's voter fraud in this state. The fact that you can't find nearly 500,000 ballots with a chain of custody issue is a big problem. Our election should be completely thrown out. That is insane. And now you have Brad, Brad Raffensperger, who answers to Jordy, Jordan Fuchs. Some of you may remember Jordan Fuchs from her time uh, as a professional recorder of private conversations of the uh, president, a sitting president of the United States, and then proceeded to hand over falsified evidence to the United States Congress to assist in impeaching said sitting president. And where is she? Probably having a cocktail somewhere in Buckhead this evening. Is, has she been rounded up? Has she been harassed by a three-letter agency to find out, you know, any more data about her trip to Florida, which people have, you know, uh, timestamps of? So there you go, another RICO issue. I mean, she's crossed state lines to record a conversation unbeknownst to a sitting president. Could have been a just a, a regular old citizen, still would have been illegal. Has she answered for any of that? Nope, don't think so. And uh, now you have Brad, you know, crap in the bed because he realizes, uh-oh, you know, I listened to my uh, my deputy secretary of state, whatever the heck that is, my grifter leech who wanted to follow me into the governor's mansion. Right, that's just what we need. And so I listened to her and I listened to my, my, my pundit, my, <laughs> my, my go-between between, you know, uh, b- between contracts and and uh, trainings and uh, kickback uh, allegations, you know my trusty Gabe Sterling, who had to come out in front of the cameras every other day in place of me, 
And now I'm coming out as Secretary of State to tell you that there's something wrong here and we should, even though I fought every possible legal avenue that people had righteously and judiciously legally to take to, you know, get, get a hold of ballots and uh, bring things out to the light. I fought against that as Secretary of State. Then I enlisted the, uh, you know, the AG. You know, I, so people have been lying to it, and your constitutional offices have been have been lying about it, and they've been swearing to it. I mean, it is a crap show. And so, yeah, when I see that Haiti's having like election issues, I'm thinking, hmm, here we are in the middle of an audit. And what did I tell you guys? I told you it was going to get fun, didn't I? Go back. I asked you. Matter of fact, anytime I tell you to take a screenshot of a tweet, you should. Because about, nah, I don't know, anywhere from a week to a month, it could be three, six months later. Promise you, you're going to go, oh, wow, there it is. There it is. Here they are in the middle of their own election. You could call it coup-ish, coup-esque, coup-light, right? With a president who, you know, they're trying to link him Left media has been attempting to link him to President Trump in a very negative way. Everything I have found about him, um, and I have not done an extensive dive on the now assassinated president of Haiti and his wife, uh, but it appears that uh, as a businessman, um, he was coming in to clean some things up and perhaps not fast enough. But that's very disturbing that there's like this, you know, biometric database. And, you know, it's like I tweeted today, hey guys, and I realize we have fingerprints and all of that here in this country as well. And eye scans, you know, anyone who's traveling through uh, pre-board services here through the not needed and unconstitutional organization called TSA that should completely be abolished, by the way. Um, you all know that we too have been subjected to, you know, biometric mania here in this country. Um, you know, I've told you on Twitter today, uh, they're not coming to jab you. This new, you know, white coats that are coming around in certain areas, wink, wink, uh, certain demographics, wink, 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 um, you know, to see whether or not you understand how safe the vaccines are. Because, you know, you're the same people who can't figure out how to fill out a driver's license application and you can't find your way to a polling station without someone to pick you up on a bus and offer you a pizza and a Coke and a lap dance, you know, a $25 lottery ticket. You know, you're those people. We have to come around to your neighborhoods to make sure that you understand that, you know, Whitey just doesn't want you to be vaccined because this is all a big fat ploy, you know, to keep everybody enslaved and all genocide, 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 right? They're coming to your you know, your impoverished neighborhoods to ask whether or not you understand how safe your vaccines are, even though they're not really vaccines by FDA's own standards, right? That whole cabal, that was the big spiel yesterday, the big fear, you know, uh, torment and dread campaign yesterday on social, on social media. Yeah, heck, I even used, hey, vaccine police are coming to a door near you. Um, really, they're coming to surveil you. They're not coming to jab you. And here's my advice to you. Just don't open the door. Remember yesterday we were talking about the difference between vengeance and uh, justice. There's a fine line there. And some of you are so brittle. If you missed that, you should go back and listen to it. It was actually pretty good. 
if I do say so myself. There were some good pointers in there that sometimes you're just not thinking of when you're in your lizard brain, your monkey brain, you know, your primal brain, your bestial nature takes over and you're just not thinking. And I want you to think before someone ever comes to your door so that you're prepared to not engage. No one needs to open the door with a gun and, you know, get off my property. No one needs to go down that. I mean, you can, but, and if you're a gun owner and legally owning a, a firearm and it's your property uh, and someone is trespassing, I certainly wouldn't point it at anyone, but I would encourage you to just not open the door. That's going to be your safest and sanest route. Nobody needs a hero on the local news. You know, don't try to represent gun owners all over the country because they came to my property and I just told you, I just told them to get off and you don't even know what that accent's about, but you know what I'm saying? I'm from the South, so I'm allowed to do that. But yeah, don't do that. Just don't open the door. Some things we just make so difficult. We get ourselves in a world of stuff just unnecessarily. So Yes, they're going to be coming to a neighborhood near you, but they're there to surveil you. They want information. And I firmly believe it's because they want to know who's going to be complicit, who's not, which ones do they need to target, who's already on board. And I'm telling you, the vast majority of people globally, globally, with the exception, sadly, of Israelis, I mean, they are vaccinating. Oh, my gosh. I mean, by like... Three out of every five people. I mean, it's nuts. Their ratio, their vaccine ratios, unless that's been disreported, um, are a little disturbing. The mandates are disturbing as well. So anyone mandating you to put something in your body outside of your will, and you're, again, folks, this is why it's so important for it to become an endemic Right. And all this variant stuff until someone I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm just going to say this again. One of my I had a couple of beefs with President Trump on his way out. And if we were out on the ninth hole, I would actually say this with all due respect, sir. Um, sure wish that you had not pushed, uh, you know, quote, vaccines on your way out the door. And I sure wish you'd quit doing it now. And secondly, I really wish that you had downgraded something that was never really a pandemic. At best, it could have been considered an epidemic. And it's important to understand the distinction between the two. You know why? Primarily, you know why? Not because of your health uh, hazard, not because of the potential death implications, but because of the money. Because money always follows these things. Why do you think some of your governors are just ramping it back up? Why do you think our governor, I'm not even sure that our governor in the state of Georgia has actually given up the ghost on his, uh, on his executive power authority, right? Because, you, I mean, we signed all that over during COVID, where it was like he has complete and utter executive authority. And basically anything he says goes. And if they decide that, that there is a global pandemic and, and it's for the betterment, uh, it's for the better of, of society that you and your kids and your dog and your pussy cat and your goldfish and your pet squirrel and your pet rock and everybody's vaccinated, uh, they can actually make sure that happens legally. Yep. Spanish flu kind of brought all that in. I've had plenty of constitutional scholars on my show who have concurred 
And I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But that's why I'm such an advocate for downgrading. And and honestly, um, <laughs> at this point, now we know how easily manipulated the numbers are. Are you kidding me? How does anyone ever trust what the designation is of another global anything? Seriously, I mean, who's going to trust that? Some of you guys are still parroting the CDC. Stop it. I mean, they change like, you know, your underwear in the summertime on on what actual, what's dangerous, what's not. Take this, don't take that. Here's the numbers. Oops, we got it wrong. Uh, no. <laughs> and when did they become, wear your mask? Don't. Stand 27 and a half and, or 27 and three-eighths of an inch apart from each other, and that should do it. Um, you know, CDC says that if, as long as you've been vaccinated, that you can travel. Who the hell died and made the CDC a legislative branch? I mean, these are questions that we should be asking ourselves and knowing the answers to and acting accordingly. So back to the uh, latest distraction, and God rest their souls. It is very tragic. I mean, just tragic. It's heinous what's happened to these people. Uh, The president and his wife of Haiti are certainly probably not going to be the last international uh, just mess that we see. Uh, Remember I said, anything's possible. I mean, for all we know, Florida could get hit with a tsunami and just, you know, for all the gloating that goes on in Florida, I'm like, hey, careful, you guys need to be keeping up with the, quote, earthquakes, Uh, you know, not far off the coast, because all it would take is one seismic shift, and that entire state, and all of their glorious, you know, we are free, thank God Almighty, we're free at last of all of the totalitarian mess around the rest of the country, all of you snowbirds, you know, infiltrating Florida with all of your crappy politics, by the way. You should leave those behind if you haven't learned that by now. Um, If you come to Georgia, please do the same thing. But, you know, all it takes is one kaboom out in the ocean. And, you know, our government has been known to do that on occasion. I'm sorry, other governments have been known to do that, right? It is totally possible. It is totally possible. Someone could accidentally... Someone could accidentally, you know, just happen to just, you know, detonate something that causes just the right seismic activity for the entire state of Florida to just fall off into the ocean. That is entirely possible. I'm just telling you, you know it's true and I know it's true. I hope it doesn't happen. But remember, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, it's it's here. And there are a lot of wicked things being revealed. So anything is possible whenever you are revealing darkness. And you talk about upending and an upheaval. And some of you don't think that it's possible. And I'm not saying President Trump would ever be reinstated. You have to, you have to use your words um, judiciously. You, you have to use them wisely. Because we, we do live in the day and age of legal ease on everything. Um, and the left loves to mangle and pervert and manipulate words. Uh, I've been talking about that since I got on the air six years ago. And we would have a word of the week, you know, that had been hijacked by the left so that you understood how they're mangling the word. And, you know, the enemy of all liberty, the author of confusion, does that with the word of God. Remember, he was like, the you know, it is written 
that if you will throw yourself down, then God will give his angels to come in and keep you from hitting the ground. And Jesus is like, yeah, well, fun fact, sucker. It's also written that, you know, you shall not tempt your Lord, your God. So, but only 3% of the church reads their Bible. And so whenever it comes to understanding what truth is, whenever we come up against lies, it's really hard for us to have anything other than quicksand to stand on. And so we don't. We fall for anything. It's a crappy euphemism. You know, don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. Uh, but it's true. It is absolutely true. And we do it as the church on the reg, on the regular, right? So even even the word was tempted by the author of confusion and perversion with the word. <laughs> it's like the height of arrogance and pride, right? It's just, you know, I think about that. It just tickles me. I'm like, wow. I mean, that's pretty arrogant. But that's what the left does. That's exactly how they operate. They will look you stone cold in your face, just like they're trying to say that Republicans are the, uh, what did they say just last week? That the Republicans are not anti-gun yeah, maybe that's it. Was that the latest crazy? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and you're thinking to yourself, what? Huh? I'm sorry. What? How is that even possible? And so they just mangle and pervert and confuse. And before you know it, people don't know what to believe. That is a very strategic maneuver. And you just got to stand firm and not fall for it, not get all crazy and excited about it and out of sorts and afraid and terrorized and... You know, just understand the word and words that they're using and um, and utilize them in their proper sense. That is very helpful. So, yes, endemic, pandemic, epidemic, all of those things are very important uh, categorizations because there's money attached to it going back to our, um, going back to our current faux, you know, Shamwell crisis. <laughs> it is just, it's a mess. It is a mess out here. And you guys know that too. So yeah, really important for you. I, yeah, I just got to tell you, be like, Pres- Mr. Mr. President, sir, sir, you know, the, the one thing that you could start pushing for is for folks to, you know, call this to an endemic. But this is just not going to go anywhere anytime soon. And as your kids go back to school, you guys are fighting CRT. I'm telling you, as Arizona, these different results come out, you're going to have to take a litigious approach. And it is your, it is your God-given right. It is your constitutional right. Not only is it your right, I read that last night. It's not just your right. It is your duty. It is your duty to band together and to take litigious measures legal measures to contend with the fraud of 2020. And you're never going to get to the bottom of every bit of it, but there's enough evidence there and it's going to start to emerge more and more, even with every distraction under the sun. I'm legitimately waiting for Sasquatch and to come riding onto the Jersey shore on the back of the Loch Ness monster. Like it's coming. You have to know that. Every distraction you can think of is upon us. And these are dangerous times. These are very dangerous times we're living in. So connect dots while you can. As soon as you see a headline, you need to run to your nearest source of sourcing information and pull the information that you can before it's taken down, before things are scrubbed. And just figure it out for yourself. 
Just take the time to do it. I love I love my followers who are just so lazy. They're very accusative on Twitter, right? Well, a source would be appreciated. And I'm like, and I know it's snotty like that sometimes because I hear the voicemails that I get as well on my website. And I'm like, well, hey, 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 guess what, buddy? You're part of the reason why we're in the position we're in now. Because someone's not spoon feeding you information, you become so slothful with regard to your own civic duty that you expect me to do it because I'm a media personality? No. And I'm not even a journalist. I'm a commentator. So negative, Ghostwriter, although I did put a link up whenever I tweeted about Smartmatic this morning. And again, I am not saying that there's any direct correlation. I am saying that there are many pieces to this international puzzle that do involve elections. They involve power grids, and I'm talking about human power grids. I'm talking about election grids that have been completely upended. It is nothing new. I love what one of my new friends said to me just last night. This is nothing new. It's just that the right and the left actually worked together. They coordinated in order to take Trump out of office, and that is absolutely the truth. So for those of you giving to your local GOPs, I'm going to get in trouble for this. I don't care. Any of you giving to the RNC, you need to have your head examined. But anyone giving to a local GOP, I've told you, give to, um, give to like, for instance, I'm using myself as an example, but I'm putting together my, my election integrity tour, right? Okay, well, you know what's coming to me. That, that money's not going to anything else other than what I tell you it's going. And I'm also not a nonprofit. I'm not a C3, a C4. I don't handle dark money. Any, and anyone who's going to give has got to be okay with their name being on, um, you know, on a check on my bank statement, my company's bank statement. I mean, it, it is what it is. If you're going to hide your money because you're afraid of being harassed, then just don't give. If you're that cowardly, while I'm out here by myself facing the wolves and the hyenas and the pythons, right, and the assassins, character and otherwise, right, if I'm out here doing that on my own uh, time by, by a calling, uh, my own love of my country and for you and for our freedom and the freedom of others around the world, and you're too chicken that, yeah, S H <laughs> I get in trouble when I cuss for my fellow Christians. So S H what is it? Asterix. Yes. S H asterix T exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. If you're too chicken poop to get out, there you go. That'll keep me out of trouble. If you're too chicken crap poop, you know what I'm saying to actually put your name on a check that goes towards something to save this country, then just don't write it. And do us a favor, take down your American flag that you like to fly on the 4th of July because you think you're one of us. I'm just telling you, I don't have time for the cowardly. I have no mercy whatsoever because of the state of this nation. I have no mercy for cowardice. None. None. So there's no grace. There's no mercy for it. I get it. I get it. Believe me. But give to people you can 
touch and go see and interact with and meet and you can follow their, you know, their efforts and you know where your money's going. You know, if it's a pack, that's fine. If it's a pack that you've been giving to and you trust, you know, uh, your administrators of that said pack, uh, go for it. But giving to entities like the RNC and the National GOP, forget it. What do you think your state GOPs are doing with their money? They, are they going to sign a, a commitment, a declaration to actually give that money to candidates to primary, you know, well, not primary because they don't get involved in that, but give to candidates, uh, you know, and, and, and may the best candidate win? Or are they going to use that money to actually knock out some of your Trump-centric um, um, candidates? And I'm going to tell you now, it happens all the time. I'm not saying we do it here in the state of Georgia, but we have in the past. And your county chairs do it all the time. They don't want anyone aligned with President Trump back in a position of authority. They are arrogant enough to think that they can leave the hardware and the software and the bad actors and all the fake ballots and the three-letter agencies all in place and win 2022 or 2024. They really do believe that. And I'm here to tell you, and I hate to burst your bubbles and then leave you, but I'm just here to tell you that is not the case and that is not going to happen. So you need to be taking a stand for election integrity across the board. Your legislation is not going to help at all if you have crappy people who will not uphold that said legislation. We live through it right here in the state of Georgia. You will live through it too. So mind where your money's going. Make wise decisions. Do not be afraid. Do not go to the door with your guns. Don't be crazy. Just don't open the door. I love you. Have a good night. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.